Good morning, my friends. It is Sheena Diane, and you are joining me on my drive to work on Mondays and Tuesdays. I go into my office. I do work remotely, but it was my choice, so I am going into my office on Mondays and Tuesdays because I work with um, different customers, and I felt like it would be a good uh, way for me to get to know my customers instead of just being an email. So... Mondays and Tuesdays is when I usually do my walkthroughs and um, connect with my customers. And it's also my husband's days off, so I worked it out with my boss so that I can go into the office. Uh, it wasn't part of my contract, but I just decided, you know what, it's nice to kind of get away from home once in a while. And so now on Mondays and Tuesdays, I go into the office. Okay, so you guys, I have to get real with you for a minute. Seriously real. Um, I don't know if... Um, if you listen to my segment back, oh my gosh, it was probably like three or four months ago that I posted, but it was called My Story of Abuse. And um, before I met my husband, Johnny, I was with a very abusive, not nice guy. And I was actually with him for three years, off and on. We broke up a lot. <laughs> but as most abusive relationships go, we ended up getting back together. Break up, end up getting back together. So my dilemma. So I don't even know how to start this. <laughs> All right. I grew up with a specific group of friends and one of the friends was a homeschool girl and my mom babysat her. So she was a part of my life from when I was very, very little. And as I got older, um, she was still one of my friends and we would hang out. Well, because I was in school, I made friends with more people than the other girl did. So what I ended up doing is I would bring my friends to her house and we all got very close and started hanging out. So my friends became her friends and everybody kind of just fell in love with each other and we all were a group of friends. So we were all, we were about a group of five girls and uh, we did everything together, everything went to the beach, went to each other's houses. If one person was at this person's house, the other person would be at the other person's house. You know, typical girl hanging out type of thing. Um, the homeschool girl always was very much into drama. So not like acting class drama, meaning she would always have to start drama. And it was just how she was. Uh, and we kind of got used to it after a time. But most of the time it was something that I did that upset her and she would try and get my friends to turn their back on me, which they never did because we kind of knew how this girl was. And so they just kind of took it as a grain of salt. And my other friends would be like, Hey, she's doing it again. Just to let you know, you know, just avoid her for a couple of weeks until she gets over it. And then she'll get mad at one of other, you know, once somebody else and you'll be fine. And that's usually how it was. I, I hate to say that, but it is. So anyway, as we grew up, we were still pretty good friends, you know, throughout our life. And we would always hang out whenever we had a chance and yada yada. So I started dating the abusive guy and my friend, um, we, you know, I was dating him for three years while I was in high school. So he came to a lot of the events that we had in high school. Uh, my friend used to throw these really big, um, Halloween parties. And so he would always go to the Halloween parties cause he was really goth and into like Halloween. So anything that he could dress goth and, um, trench coat and all that stuff, he was right there. Um, so anyway, he would come to the parties and so all of my friends got to know my ex pretty well because we were all pretty good, big group. Well, when he became abusive, cause he wasn't at first, it kind of happened subtly. 
when we moved in together and I started going to college, that's when he really started getting abusive. And one of my really close friends, um, not the homeschool girl, but another one that, you know, I grew up with, she moved in with me and ended up seeing it firsthand of how he treated me. And she had to move out. Like she couldn't take it. She was like, I'm not staying here. And she left. So then it was just me and him in this apartment. Um, well, anyway, I'm trying to make this story short, but I don't even know if I can. <laughs> but anyway, so as the years went on and him and I broke up, you know, and I met the love of my life, Johnny, I ended up getting pregnant with uh, Kira. And this was about a year, maybe two years after Johnny and I met. So we were in an exclusive relationship. We are married at this point. Um, he started dating my homeschool friend. Okay. Um, and I'm good riddance. You know, I don't want anything to do with him, but the problem was he told (laughs) one of my other, the close friend that was living with me, I'm trying not to say names here, but it's really hard. Um, so the, the friend that was living with me that moved out, he told her that he was with my homeschool friend to get to me, to get closer to me, to find out what I was doing. So it was a sham in that sense. She told me this. And so being the good friend that I am, I decided to call up my homeschool friend and say, look, I just want you to be aware of this. This is what I've heard. You know, I'm not trying to come in between you guys, but he's not a good guy, you know, and I tried to explain that to her, but she wouldn't hear it as love is blind. Just like I, you know, I stayed with them. Love is blind. Um, she started believing his lies, which were, I was lying. He never abused me. You know, I cheated on him, which I never did. But like she, she, he filled her head with all of these things and made her believe it. So whenever I would talk about how abusive he was to me, she would shun it. Like, yeah, right. No, he's not. Um, so it was really hard for me. And she ended up going on my Facebook page one day. I ended up having to delete my Facebook page because he told her that I was trying to get back with him. Now, I remind you, I'm with Johnny. I'm married and I have a kid at this point. And he was a very mean, abusive guy that I don't really ever want to. I don't care to ever see him again. I hope I never see him again. Like, I literally just don't want anything to do with the man. I'm glad that he's happy. You know, I don't wish ill will on him. Um, but please don't come into my life. Okay. Well, he started spreading these lies to my friend and saying that I was messaging him and trying to get back in touch with him, all lies. Um, and she got up on my Facebook page and started just blasting me like, stay away from my man. He's my man. You have your chance. And I'm like, what in the world? And I'm like, girl, please. I wouldn't want him with, I mean, I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole. Please take him away from me. Like I don't, I'm trying to warn you about the freak. You know what I mean? Like, come on. So needless to say, it put like a very big damper in our relationship. Years passed, um, a lot of years passed. And what ended up happening is because of my group of friends, we were all very close. And so my group of friends every time that they had an event and invited me, she was there because again, she is part of our group of friends. So I, uh, would end up being in a very awkward situation, 
with my kids playing with, you know, my friend's kids. And here I am having to talk to the homeschool friend who kind of, you know, we're not in good position at this point. So finally, after a while, my friends, my two other friends kind of got in our faces and was like, look, you guys need to just hash it out, make it up, whatever, because you're, you know, this is ridiculous. So we did. We did. We hashed it out. I told her everything. I told her how abusive he was. She obviously didn't believe me. Um, You know, I told her exactly what happened, that I never did that stuff, and that he was a compulsive liar, which surprisingly enough, she she agreed with that. (laughs) How funny is that? She's like, yeah, I know that's a problem. We're trying to work on that. And I'm like, but yet you don't believe that he abused me, whatever. So anyway, we hashed it out. We made up. Not friends, but tolerant of each other. Okay. So now it's coming to a point where she moved away and he is now in the military, which is perfect for his personality. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of him for going into the military. Uh, the best decision I think he could have ever made for his type of personality. Um, so yeah, they are on a military base way far away and, um, she's coming back to visit. And my group of friends is talking about it all over Facebook and making plans for when she comes back to Florida. And, uh, oh, I can't wait for our reunion. And so everybody's posting all these old pictures of us when we were teens on Facebook and tagging everybody. And it's great. Here's my dilemma. I know this was really long and I apologize, but I don't know how to make that short. Um, Here's my dilemma. I don't want to see that man. Okay. And she, you know, here's the thing. Even when we hang out and he's not there, she talks about him because hello, it's her husband. I do the same thing. I talk about Johnny no matter where I am because he's my husband. I don't expect her not to talk about her husband. It's her husband, but I don't want to hear about him. It, It has like, he has affected me in my mental state because of how abusive he was. And she doesn't get that. And my friends don't get that. And the only one who knows Um, is the friend who lived with me. But even that, she never saw him hit me. She just saw him throw things at me, which is still abusive. But even in her mind, she's kind of justifying it. Like, well, maybe Sheena's over-exaggerating. Maybe she's just mad at him. But they didn't live it. They didn't see it. They didn't go through what I went through. And um, it literally, I have a mental block. And I don't want to see him. And I don't want to hear about him. And my friends think that I'm being a bitch. And they've even said that to my face. Sheena, why do you have to be such a bitch about this? Like, you're married. Get over it. And it's like, I'm trying because, again, she was my friend to start with. And I'm not trying to put a feather in my hat and say, oh, without me, you know. But the logistic of it is, she was my friend that I introduced to my friends. And that's where her life began because she was homeschooled and she didn't have any friends. You know what I mean? So it was like... I kind of opened up her eyes to this world and invited her into my world. And this is kind of how she repays me. I get it. Love, love knows no bounds. I, I'm not saying that she shouldn't love him. You know what I mean? But it has put a, uh, stick in between our relationship. Like it, it just, I, I can't, there's a pebble. I can't get past that, you know? And, and it's different because it would, you know, I had this first love that he was the one I was going to marry. And, you know, as a teenage love, you know, you, you fall in love and he's the one, he's the one, 
You know, I think that if she would have been dating him, it would have hurt me because I loved him, but I wouldn't feel the way that I feel with the abusive ex. You know what I mean? Like, I think I would have been excited to see him like, Oh my gosh. Hey, you know what I mean? Like it would have been a good reunion. This particular situation is not, and I don't know what to do because I look like the bitch because anytime that we have a party, I'm the one that has to say, well, is so-and-so going to be there? And then they kind of huff and puff like, come on, Sheena, get over this. Like, seriously, she's part of our group. And it's like, yeah, I know she is and I love her, but I have to protect my heart. Am I wrong in this? Like, is this a situation where I'm like being bitchy? Like they didn't go through it. And apparently he has got them brainwashed or at least her brainwashed to thinking that I'm lying to thinking that none of that ever happened to me, that I never went through any of that and that he was the perfect guy and I cheated on him, which I never did, which what makes me wonder if he ever cheated on me because they always say that you, you, um, whenever you do something wrong, you blame the other person. So I wonder if he cheated, he might've, he might've cheated on me. I don't know. I never, I don't know. After it was over, it was over and I was just done and I never cared to know anything else. But anyway, yeah, I don't know what to do. So she's coming down. She's out of Florida right now. She's coming back to Florida. Everybody's excited. They're posting old pictures on um, Facebook and everybody's so excited about getting back together, having a reunion, going places. And I'm sitting here like, oh God, do I have to? Like, I want to see my other friends, but I really don't want to see her. Why do we have to have a reunion for her. Why can't we just have a reunion? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I uh, am I being bitchy? I don't know. It's really hard for me, guys. Like this is my reality. Like I grew up with these girls. I love them. I love them so much. They are my heart and soul. They are my sisters. You know what I mean? Um, at least two of them are have always been my sisters. Uh, the homeschool girl was always a friend of mine, but she was never like the one. She was never my sister. Um, Again, I loved her. She was one of my friends. But you know how you have your best friends? I have two friends that are my best friends. And um, they've always been there for me. Always had my back. And one of them is like literally could be my twin because we are so much alike. The other one is like scrappy and like she will fight you if you ever say anything wrong about me. Like she loves me that much and I love her that much. Um, you know, and we had... We had, I think we had five girls in our group. So those two were my closest ones. And then we had the homeschool girl. Um, but yeah, I just don't know what to do. You guys, like, I feel like such a brat and I just don't want to deal with it. And if he come, Oh my God, if he shows up, I swear to God, I'm going to lose my S like, I'm going to lose it. Like I, I probably will just start bawling and leave. Like I, he, I don't even know. It's like a mental hold on me or something. It does something weird to me. Even Johnny notices it. Like, I don't know. It's like, I can't handle it. I can't. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. There's no words to explain it, but yeah. <laughs> well, Johnny already owes him a broken hand because as he was dating me, we were just in the beginning stages of our dating and, um, he left his hat, um, in my car. Johnny did. And I saw, my ex walking because he walked everywhere and like a dummy I pulled over because it's what I always did and I was like hey do you need a ride and he was like yeah I'm going to the sports complex and I was like all right get in so I took him and he saw Johnny's hat he didn't say anything 
he just saw it. And then when I got out of the car, dropped him off, and I was we were just talking, and I was leaning up against the car, he picked me up with his hands, and he threw me up against my car. It was like, who the hell's hat is that? You know, like, just really rude. So I had two really big handprints, uh, bruises on my arms, and that, I think either the next day or that night, I went to go visit Johnny. And Johnny was, oh my gosh, he was like, um, whose handprints were these? And I was like, oh, I had, I picked up my ex and, and he was, oh my God, he was so mad. He was like, I'm going to freaking break his hands. So Johnny already owes him a broken hand and I don't want to deal with that. Cause I don't want him going to jail for such a loser. You know what I mean? But again, nobody believes me. Nobody, everybody kind of just, yeah, well, she's probably over-exaggerating cause they broke up, you know? But the crazy thing is, is I have a good relationship with every single boyfriend that I've ever had except for him. I still talk to almost all of my boyfriends on Facebook or other places. Um, you know, we have a good relationship because it wasn't a bad breakup. It was just we didn't – things didn't work out. We were still friends. You know what I mean? So this breakup was different, and uh, I can't handle it. So I don't know what to do. What do, you, what do you guys think I should do? Sorry, I know this is getting long. But in this situation, should I just suck it up? and deal with it just go and be the bigger person and be like I'm here I'm gonna have fun or should I protect my heart and be like guys I can't go if she's gonna be there I mean I don't know because it makes me look really bad in front of my friends and I hate that but I have to protect my heart I don't know what to do what do you guys think My recording won't turn off. Oh, how funny. Hey, Sheena Diane. I hate to say this, but um, this is coming from a man who has worked with women who have suffered from a guy like that. Almost most of my professional career. Um, for one, first, my heart's out to you completely. But <clears throat> I am willing to bet you hands absolutely down that what it was, was, was all part of his plan. He realized the reason he couldn't get away with controlling you was cause you had a herd, you had a tribe, you had a people that were intimate in your life other than him. And that this is actually a way to cut her out of the herd. That's the zebra that gets killed. Just saying. Sheena, like I was saying in the previous call, I honestly think it was to cull you from the herd. Cut you off. That that was the one last punch in the gut he could throw to you that he could bend you over to his will because he cut you off from your own friends the friends that he was part of because he was with you he can take them away from you this is what the problem is is that you're not understanding the power struggle that you're involved in okay it's very powerful. I am sorry. I understand. 
this is going to be an extended call, by the way, because, uh, you know, I'm going to... So, as I, so as I was saying, okay, <clears throat> it's a... I've seen it six times in my life where a woman was culled from her from her herd I, I, I'm looking at things from an animalistic perspective with you having a husband who is an ex-fucking gator wrestler you can understand the animalistic perspective because he had to understand it and you enjoy that in him so um, that's why I'm speaking from this perspective that and plus it's the one I understand best the point is, is it's always about a power struggle okay and he couldn't control you and keep you down so what he's gonna do is take everything away from you and make it so that the mere mention of his name nauseates you and all you have to do is accept the fact that his power struggle to take keep you in control okay is being exercised to this very day to this reunion now I'm expecting this to be a private message but you can broadcast it if you want because it might be helpful to people who are in a similar situation to understand what this power struggle truly is I've seen this kind of a sociopath, okay? And it's not true sociopathy, like they are completely a fucking sociopath. It's a, um, a very control, power, expression sensitive. Now, maybe because he's got the outlet of the military, <clears throat> You know, free use of a gym anytime you bloody want, 24 hours a day. A chow hall that he can go to whenever the hell he wants. They can live on base and yada, yada, yada. Fact is, if you let his name become a hammer to you, then that means he gets to keep hitting you. If you're saying you do not accept him hitting you, you only really have two choices, which is eliminate your your whole series of friends because that struggle power struggle is just going to keep building bigger and bigger wedges that'll be harder and harder to get over or you accept the fact that your history is history and that he may have grown as a human being okay maybe Maybe he learned what he lost. You remember, he had you in his life at one point. If it is truly in his power, that was his earliest power struggle. That was where he was developing as a man. And he may have realized what he lost at some point and grown up. 
So he might not be an outright sociopath, but he may have sociopathy when it concerns your relationship. You and him. Because that power struggle was not allowed to come to a completeness where you were in submission. Oh, dang it. Anyway, the uh, where you were in a submission to the, the uh, process, you know, um, there is a lot to be said about a power, man's first power struggle. They say a man's first power struggle is either completely won, completely lost, or completely endured for a lifetime. And you may have been his first real power struggle because, I mean, you're talking high school into college. This is where a man is really starting to assert where he is a man. And in the process of losing you, you know, um, he may have grown as a human being, but still not grown over the power struggle that you didn't allow him to complete. It had to come to completion. So if, if he's going to get you to submit, then he's going to hammer you forever and make everything hurt. You know something? You could just, and, I, and I, I'm not gonna use the words I, that I wanna use directly, so I'm going to just say that except that this is a power struggle that this man wants to complete with you and you don't have to submit to it because you're, you submit to your husband, okay, your head. But what you can accept the fact is, is his stupidity led to your perfection. You love your husband dearly. You love your children dearly. His imperfection and, and his growing as a man. Now he may have learned how to, and maybe he said that. Maybe he said that completely fucking spitefully. But, you know, here's the thing. If you get that one friend who told you what he said to fess up to telling you because he said it or because they made it up to make drama, then what you have is a key piece to hold your friends together, including the homeschool girl, and you get the power in this situation to either have found the true root, which is this, you know, liar, and, and which makes somebody who is a, a compulsive liar is a sociopath. So that level of sociopathy is going to create somebody who whispers in one person's ear. 
get that one person stand next to you and say, yes, he told me this. And it will correct the, the wind vane of this windstorm. It will be blown around. Then all your friends will be on the same side. Maybe even the homeschool girl. Because if he did say that to her, then that's fucked. He's trying to hammer you for the rest of your life by robbing you of your circle of friends. So consider it, and consider it hard. Is it worth coughing up a, a set of friends, a whole lifetime of friends? over a compulsive liar when you have you have exactly what you would want in your life well I gotta go and I gotta catch this yeah um, but peace out love you thank you for that Colin wow I think you made me have an epiphany I never thought of it in those terms but I'm so glad you used animal terms to describe it because I understand that very well I'm a former vet tech um, me and my husband both love animals and you know are very animal uh, centric so calling me from the herd I never would have thought of that but you are 100% right um, you know the crazy thing is is I believe my friend 100% that he did say that he was just with her to get to me. And the reason I believe that is because he made it a point to let me know that they were together. Um, he would tell me that he was teaching her guitar lessons on AIM, he would message me. I never really gave him the time of day. I never really acknowledged it. I never really made it a big deal. I was just like, whatever, you know, I never, I was with Johnny at this point. So, I mean, I was happy and content so his attempts to upset me did not work. And um, I probably, I don't even know if I can find him anymore, but if I dug, I probably could find them. Um, I even have emails from him stating things like, well, I'm only with her so that she can help me get my teeth fixed so that I can go into the military and all these things, like really. And I know that he said what he said to my friend because he used to tell me that the homeschool girl was Mrs. Piggy is what he called her. And of course I would never tell her that that would break her heart, but he used to call her that he used to like really hate her, like her personality. He used to tell me, Oh, I can't stand how she acts or whatever. And so for, cause we used to hang out as a group, you know what I mean? And he had his opinions over all my friends, but she was the only one that he was just like, Oh God, really her. Um, so when I heard that they were together, I was like, really? Cause he was just, never into her but that's why I was like okay that makes sense that makes sense why he would be with her now I would hope after 10 years together and two kids that they have grown to love each other it may have started out as something different but I would hope and pray that by this point there is a mutual love and respect I would hope um, because she definitely is in love with him you know so I'm hoping that but I I probably could dig around I mean she wouldn't believe me because I I've tried to tell her you know how he used to be with me and he she wouldn't believe me and I don't think he's like that with her um, 
because I think being in the military has really kind of calmed that, you know. But uh, if I really wanted to, I'm probably, I probably could find those letters and mail them to her. But I wouldn't. Why would I? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have any reason whatsoever to ruin their relationship because I don't really care enough about their relationship. Like I have my own relationship to deal with. I love my husband. I love my kids. I don't really want to put in any effort to even mail or dig for those letters. Like I don't really give an S, you know what I mean? Like that time in my life, I was stupid. I was like, Oh, I could save him. You know, I'm going to bring God into his life. I'm going to save him. And what ended up happening is he just brought me down. You know, my attempts to save him just brought me down. I became, you know, this shell of a person and gothic and whatever. Um, because I was trying to be the better person and save this goth guy who needed help, you know, and I was going to save him because I was Sheena and I could do that. But, you know, I can't, I couldn't save him. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe the friend of mine could, you know what I mean? I can't, I'm not the one, I was not the one, <laughs> but I'm glad he found the one and I just want it to be done with and over with. And the problem is, is that it just keeps showing up because it's, friends. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think Johnny, I'm going to use Johnny as an example, um, excuse me, as an excuse. If they have their reunion, I'm going to be like, Oh, I can't, sorry. We're going out, you know, as a family. And then later I'll hang out with my other two besties. But, um, you know, I, I've cried way too much over this girl and her boyfriend, you know, or her husband at this point, I've cried way too much over it. I don't really want to spend any more time and effort worrying about her, you know, like I'm done. I'm totally done. I blocked him a long time ago from all of my stuff, you know, and I blocked her too. But apparently my friends were like, you got to add her back. She's trying to tag you in photos and you know, this isn't right. It just doesn't feel right. So finally I was like, whatever. So I added her back on my Facebook page, but you know, for the most part, it's just, ugh, I just want it. I just, why can't this just go away? I just want it to go away.